time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5.
region on Z97.5, getting it started with Magdalene Rose, formerly one-third of Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh with his, with her sisters. They have since split off, and Maggie is doing her own thing right now. Check her out, of course, on Facebook at Official Magdalene Rose, and of course, she's got the uh, website as well. Great stuff right there. I am Samantha Knight. Great stuff coming up tonight. Part three of my conversation with Camson comes your way tonight. You're going to hear from Tim Montana. Big, huge, awesome news for Goodbye June and a couple of shows you need to know about. And that is going to start with this band right here, Skipping Stone. So first off, let me tell you, they've got a new song coming out at the end of the month. So we should have that on next week's show for you. They've also got a big show that they are doing on Saturday, September 30th, along with Gravel Switch and a few others. So let's roll, shall we? It is Skipping Stone with Monster. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Let's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Shut my soul It's like we leave 
Taylor Road and take it. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. The band in studio working on some new stuff, but they will resurface on September 29th at O'Neill's in Lexington, Kentucky, along with the gentleman of Gravel Switch. And so we've got a big connection going on because I mentioned earlier Skipping Stone doing a show with Gravel Switch on the 30th the night before Taylor Road doing a show with Gravel Switch <laughs> on the 29th. So make sure you check out all of the band's Facebook pages. Head on over to that direction of Lexington to check out the shows. Let's do Gravel Switch. Come on. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. I can't wait. Saving Abel. It is Rock Around the Region. Their new tune is called Fire. And you know what? They are announcing more tour dates. Now, their tour is getting ready to kick off on October 20th in St. Charles, Illinois. And the closest dates that I saw was Ashland, Kentucky on November 4th. They're playing their hometown of Corinth, Mississippi on November 11th. And that was the end of the tour. But they've added a whole bunch more dates that will take them through Texas, Colorado, Vegas, California, and Iowa to wrap things up in December. We'll keep an eye out and hopefully we can get them 
bit closer to us. It would be good to see them again, especially with Jared Weeks back on the vocals. Joining me in studio for another week are the gentlemen from Camson. And this has been a really cool experience because what started out as Jacob's project and has expanded to other members. But, you know, members that are coming in that started out as fans of this band. So they knew the music. They knew Jacob. They knew the whole vibe. And then suddenly you're getting asked to join a band that you've been a fan of. It's been really great. And it's just kind of felt like my first experience in a band where everybody's all in. Yeah. Where it doesn't feel like we're dragging anybody along or anything right. like that. So I thought that was that was really fun. That's it's so. it, that's a great thing because it's always difficult. I mean, it's it's one of those cliche things when you've got a band and it's like you've got four different guys, four different personalities, four different attitudes, yeah. four different opinions, whatever. And it's it is being in a relationship and you've got to learn how to communicate and get along. And, and you know, even with talking with the dreaded Laramie, it's just like you know how their writing works. And I'm gonna ask you the same thing: how writing works for you? Because obviously, this started as you and yeah. your project alone, Jacob. Mm-hmm. How is it that the writing works now? Does everybody contribute? Do you start with something and then fill out your parts? Or does it start with words first? Does it start with a melody first? Like, what's what's the writing process for? Because now this is your baby and you have to share. Yeah. And that's a loaded question because... <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you. I was like, yeah, yeah was tell like, me. Yeah, 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 staring at me. I can feel it. Because, uh, like, literally all three of them text me all the time like, hey, we need to write. Let's write. Let's write. Let's do it. And it's such a slow process for cams and it's all it's always been the thing that cams does the slowest like i could book a tour within a week and that'd be fine i could set up a show i could get artwork done for something and right it, it could, I, that's really easy for me like i'm very business-minded i could do that quickly i love writing music i really like it and when we first started i would just hole up in my room finish a song in like a night because mm-hmm. like I only had to write for myself. Right. But, now you got other feelings but, but, to consider. Yes. Now I have other things to consider. <laughs> and now that the actual songwriting, like the lyrics and the melodies are such a bigger aspect of the band because I value that even more now than when I first started. It has changed a lot. Like, so actually earlier this week, I sent a demo to everybody and everyone's was like, good. okay, we all really like it. And that's good for me. I could, <laughs> we can go off from there now. Um, but so f- for the album we put out last year, mm-hmm. What's Left of Life, the way that songwriting happened, most of it was lyrics first. Okay. Most of it was the songwriting. And then I would flush the instrumentation out around that um, and then send it to Cole and Darren and be like, all right, here's like a foundation. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I want you to make it your own. Right. I want you to make it special for yourself. But here's what I'm playing a guitar and what I'm singing. And we can change around right. that. Right. And. It changed even more once we got into the studio. And what was that like for you? Because, you know, it's initially your ball of clay and they're taking it and and like molding it one direction and he's molding it another direction. And and was it completely different from a vision that you had or you were just like, yeah, let's do it. There are some things that are pretty different, but I don't think I would want the guys in the band if I didn't value their input and I didn't think they were good at what they do. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that was different, but for from writing to recording and releasing from all the demos that we had accumulated for the record. We sent out, we listened to them and we had an idea of what we thought it would be like going in. Mm -hmm. And then something Darren said after we recorded was, I thought this was going to be a dream pop record, but now (laughs) it's actually like a rock record. Yeah. It got a lot heavier. I think (laughs) as we were writing, just because I don't know when you're in the studio, something just comes out. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think there is probably a certain magic that's within (laughs) that's within those walls. And especially when you're doing a playback, you play something and then you're, Play it back and play it back and play it back and play it back. And it's like, "Mm, we can do better. 
Yeah. We can do something different here. And I think that probably is is something that would probably help evolve it into that different sound. And if it's something that's suddenly going from dreamy to, to much more ballsy, like that's not a bad thing because then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's just like you just opened another door. Right. You've got you, you don't have to, to pigeonhole yourself into this particular what did you what did you say? Twinkle, twinkle, what? Twinkle math rock? Yeah, twinkly math rock. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be so specific. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Twinkle math rock. You've got the the ability to be like, okay, so now this just got a little bit more grit. It's got a little yes. more teeth behind it, and that allows you to open up, you know, yeah. whole new possibilities. It doesn't limit to what is there for you now. And going, mm. well, that's not our style. We got to go back. It was right. also our first time all being in the same room doing it too. Mm-hmm. So like very much so. So like after we had stuff tracked and we were just listening to it, it was like, oh, we're like I'm actually hearing them play these parts. Now. Right. So like it, it has a different energy than like a demo on a computer. Sure. Like if he's yeah. just like putting it, like typing it in to like make it sound a specific way. Having like actual drums to it instead yeah. of like a computer generated, mm-hmm. like changes a lot about yeah. it. Sure. There's a, there's a different, there's going to be a different energy to it because it's, it's live. Yeah. Yeah. It's Authentic. real. It's not, it's not generated. It's not AI, whatever. I mean, get me started on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Stuff scares the crap out of me. Yeah.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. What's left of this life by Camzin and the band, my guest in studio right now. So tell me a little bit then, Jacob, with the songs, um, mm-hmm. because obviously you said most of it comes lyrically first. So tell me a little bit about the content and, and your subject matter. Yeah. So for the al- specifically for the album we put out last year, What's Left of Life, all of those songs in some way, maybe not the entire song, but at least some aspect of it, are rooted in my personal experience in the aftermath of losing my dad in 2018. Okay. So he passed away at home suddenly. We did not expect it. I'm like so it was, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, it just happened. I was actually supposed to be home the next day. So my whole family was there, except for me. Mm. Um, and it's my dad. So yeah. I've grown up my entire life with him. We were of pretty course. close. So... The next few months were kind of just a blur. I don't really remember too much of it, but I do remember how I felt. Right. And I do remember how my perspective on a lot of things changed. I do remember um, how my relationships with other people shifted, how my relationship with my sh- with myself shifted. Yeah. So one of the biggest ways that I processed that and worked through all that was writing this record. Of course. So the narrative isn't necessarily li- necessarily linear. Like you don't necessarily start off on the first song. Right. And get down to the ninth song, be like, all right, this is like a day after to like three months after whatever. It's some nebulous structure. Like there's, I do think the record ends on a hopeful note. Like you can tell that there's some processing, that there's some movement, some growth. Mm -hmm. Um, But throughout, there's a lot of questioning. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of anxiety, frustration, confusion. Um, But there's also a lot of moments of peace. Um, There's songs about just accepting Things like accepting yeah. that life happens and it may be difficult, but if you ground yourself with your family or your friends mm-hmm. or whatever, that's important and you can work through that. And the way I wrote right isn't necessarily also super straightforward. I do use a lot of metaphors. I do a lot sure. of references because that's songwriting style. And that's a style of songwriting that I've connected with. I really respect artists who write very plainly and straightforwardly. Right. I can't really do that. You're not alone in that. I, I yeah, hear that yeah. a lot, you know, and, and because it's it's your experience, you it's your feelings and it's your words mm-hmm. and it only has to make sense to you. Right. How it comes out only has to make sense in your mm-hmm. head. And if it makes sense to someone else, because, I mean, art is subjective, right? And so even like Corey Taylor, he's like, people yeah. ask all the time between Stone Sour and Slipknot songs and his own song, what the hell does that mean? What do you think it means? Yeah. I know what it means to me. What does it mean to you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone might be able to take one of your songs and and get the loss and the hurt and the ability to have to like, OK, mm-hmm. I got to figure out how to go on. But it might be a completely different topic for them where this is obviously about your dad. And I think you're so blessed as artists, all of you, um, to be able to have that cathartic yeah. release because that's what music does for everybody. Music saves so many souls and it's there to help you process all of that. But as an artist, to be the person that writes that, right. it's like it's scary because there's a responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like really you're responsible for yourself and how you're feeling and what those words mean to you, as opposed to another band yeah. who's writing that very straightforward message. And now you're responsible for what just came out of your mouth and someone does the opposite of what you said in that song. Right. You know, it's it's a very it's a very intricate, intricate web of, of things with, with this industry, with, with music and with the art itself. Very, very, uh, very cathartic for you though. I'm 100%. sure with all of this. Yeah. Like every time we play live, there's got to feel a little raw. Yeah, there's absolutely. And there's always something different. I connect with each time we play live. I feel like there's another song in the set that 
I appreciate more than mm-hmm. others. Like every time we play a show, I end up having a different favorite song from the record. Right. Whether it's just because one moment hits harder for me or something happened that day that really made right. part X in Y song feel a little bit more resonant. Sure. And it's going to come out each time you play it. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out differently each time you play it, depending on, you know, you yeah. know, you could be in a, in a great jovial mood because baby Ben over here is making you laugh about something or, you know, you could have something that pissed you off that day and that song's going to come out two different ways. So sorry, I'm picking on you, Ben. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. He can take it. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
I cannot get enough of that song right now. It's called Devil You Know. Tim Montana, who, yes, originally from Montana, but calls Nashville home now. And BFFs with Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. In fact, they do some collaborations together. You should check out online as well. I am Samantha Knight, and I told you I had super huge, exciting news for my boys in Goodbye June. Now, they played the Bourbon and Beyond Festival last week, and on stage at Bourbon and Beyond, guess what? They launched their very own bourbon. The band has a song called Three Chords, and they teamed up with rock legend Neil Giraldo, who is Pat Benatar's husband, and the guy is a genius. And they came together with their very own alcohol. This is a blend of cask strength, five-year-old bourbon, Coming in from Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana, which is where everybody is from. And it sounds delicious. Can't wait to get it. It's available now. There's a few different ones. I think there's like four different varieties, by the way, that is available for pre-order on the Goodbye June website. They're about 70 bucks a pop. Uh, I think that would be totally worth it. So let's do some Goodbye June tonight and the song that inspired it all. It's Three Courts on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Church stage. They passed the hat. That was all he was paid. He was a dying breed long before his day. Oh.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C-97.5.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Seven Dust with Superficial Drug. You can find that on the new album, Truth Killer, which is available now. And of course, Seven Dust hitting the road. The Machine Killer Tour with Static X. It's a co-headlining run that kicks off on October 6th in Houston. Now, it's going to hit Atlanta, Georgia at the Tabernacle on October 10th. Murfreesboro outside at Hot Springs on the 11th of October. And then we're looking towards Indiana and then Missouri. If you want to go check all of those shows out, it's going to be a great time. I cannot wait to see Seven Dust. In the meantime, we got to wrap things up with a band who's got a show coming up and exciting release news for their music when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Get up, get up! It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
The Great Affairs When Love is the Drug. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. And exciting news for these cats as they just dropped their brand new album. They've been shipping out copies of it, too. Not only on CD that's autographed, but vinyl as well. So their new album, Sleepwalker. Congratulations to those gents. They've also got a show lined up for October 14th at the Mockingbird Theater. You can go check them out. Their details at The Great Affairs on Facebook. I am Samantha Knight, about ready to wrap up this party for this evening. As always, thank you for tuning in and checking it out. A big thanks to Camson. We'll wrap up with Camson next week on the program. As always, if you got questions, comments, you're in a band, or I need to know of a band that you know of, let me know. You can find me on Facebook, Samantha Knight Radio, or you can drop me an email, Samantha at Z975.com. These cats just got to play a big show last night at the Cobra in Nashville, and apparently they only do this show once a year which was an entire tribute to Rammstein, talking about the band Guillotine. This is their own song here, Our Love is a Sin. Wrap it up, Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.